do you get nervous during your interviews? Are you stumbling over certain questions, wishing you had just answered them a little bit differently? Is there a part of the interview process that is tripping you up and you're just not getting that offer so you can start doing that job you love? Well, you're in the right place. My name is John Nerrill, and I want to welcome you to a special interview preparation series here on the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. I help mid-career professionals who are feeling stuck, undervalued, and underutilized show up to find a job they love or love the job they have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS, so let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We did it. Today is day six in this special week-long mini episode series on helping you prepare for your next interview. I want to thank you for the feedback, the emails, the comments online that you have shared in regards to this special series. Definitely we'll have to do something like this again in the future. I am grateful that you have been spending some time with me and that these tips have been helpful for you. Before we get into today's topic, I have two announcements. One, don't forget that on my website at johnnarrell.com, I have a brand new 40-page guide called 26 Sentence Starters to help you answer any interview question. It's a great companion to this entire series. I'd love for you to go ahead and check that out. And then I want you to stay to the very end because I've got a special announcement about how we can continue this whole preparation series a little more in-depthly. Now, I was only going to do five episodes, but this episode seemed like a dangler, and I couldn't just leave it hanging out there. And that is, how do you close the deal? If you've done all your prep work, you've built a relationship, you've avoided being ghosted, you've set up all of those next steps, and there's a fit and the hiring manager extends an offer for you to come join their organization, how do you close the deal? It seemed only fitting to talk about this here. And to keep in mind, you may need to have another conversation with the hiring manager. In the whole process, once that offer comes through, you have to evaluate whether that offer is one you want to take you want to negotiate, or you are going to respectfully decline. Keep in mind, anything that happens up to that point is all speculation and wishful thinking on your part. I have to coach my clients back from being directly tied to the outcome Because they start putting so much weight on what's going to happen when I get the offer. What if the salary is not what I want? What if I go through this whole process and they choose somebody else? Remember, we are building a relationship. We are sharing our value. We are doing everything we can to strategically position you in the marketplace so you get that offer. Until then, There's really nothing else to do other than sit around and wait, and more than likely, like all of us, and admittedly, it was me too, worry a whole lot, which doesn't really serve you, but you're going to wait to see if you get that offer. And so when you do, here's what I want you to think about. Is it really the job you want? 
have you gotten enough information from everyone you've interviewed with that the job really seems like a great fit for you right now? You want to consider where you're going to work, how that work's going to be conducted. Maybe you'll be in the, be in the office or at the work site 100% of the time. Maybe there's a 100% remote option, or maybe it's a hybrid arrangement. How much flexibility will you have? For a lot of mid-career professionals, you're juggling family responsibilities where you are taking care of your kids. You may also be caring for aging parents. Sometimes having that flexibility is really important, and you want to make sure you negotiate those things at the onset of the job so there's no surprises. Are you allowed to flex time? What does that look like for you in this new role? And then, of course, we get to the whole point about compensation. How much money will you be paid? Is there a bonus structure? What is the overall compensation package you'll be given? There's a lot of information out there about how you handle that salary question. And we will do more of that on this podcast and talking how to navigate that. But I want to leave you with this particular thought. In my opinion, the biggest mistake you can make in the interview process when it comes to your salary is to give them a range. Well, I'm looking to make between 100 and 110,000. When they come in at a 102.5, they honored your request. And if you sit there and say, oh, I really wanted 107 and a half or I wanted 105, if you've done your research, you have maybe talked to people within the organization, you have a very strong sense of what someone in your role with your background and experience should be paid, say the number. But do not give a range. If you're uncomfortable with that, or maybe you're not specifically sure, you can ask them what were the expectations for someone in this role within the company coming in. But I also don't think that is your strongest leverage. It is a comfort level. Some people are okay talking about money. A lot of people are not. The one thing you don't want to have happen is walk away from that conversation and realize you could have gotten $30,000 more. You have to do your research on that. That is part of this process. Talk to people. Get a number that feels really good for you. Remember, you can always negotiate down on the salary. It's extremely difficult to negotiate up. Keep that in mind. How much room do you have to grow? What is the vertical for you for coming into the organization if you have talked about wanting to grow roots or being organizationally loyal? What kind of advancement opportunities are there for you at the onset after you have proven the quality of your work? And lastly, consider how this position fits into your overall career plans and goals. Yes, we know things can change, but more than likely when you are accepting a new position, you are expecting to stay there for a while. How does that job fit in? Throughout my career, there have been times when I have leveled up 
And there have been times when I've taken a lateral. And on one case, I actually took a level up in title, but ended up taking a cut in my salary. You have to understand what are those things that are important for you as you create your next advancement opportunity. Now, to do that, I want you to think of four Fs. I'm going to walk you through what those four Fs are. Here we go. The first F is function. Are you going to be able to do the work you want to do? Are you excited about it? That's function. Fit. How well do you believe after everyone you've spoken to and all the research you've done and the conversations you've had, how much does this job fit? Does it feel like the right fit? Does it look like the right fit on paper? So we have function and we have fit. The third thing is finance. Is it going to pay you what you're worth? Are you going to be okay with the overall compensation you're going to be given? And lastly, forward. How does the job move you forward in your work? This job is going to be a stepping stone into whatever is next. Unless you are at that point where you're saying, I got retirement in sight. I'm just going to go there, do my work, and retire from there. But that still moves you forward. Function, fit, finance, forward. Consider those four Fs. Once you have made a decision, evaluating those four Fs and everything that you have had to consider with this new job, you are at a crossroads that you have to decide if you go toward, let's say the left, accepting the new job, or you go to the right and you respectfully decline it. I want to be clear, that's an option. Just because you are given the offer does not mean you have to accept it. If there is something that is giving you cause, reason, or concern to think that it might not be the best fit, or maybe you have been interviewing in other places and there's a potential lead that might be making a position, an offer to you, and you want to hold back from accepting this position, that is for you to decide. But know that you got the offer. I tell my clients all the time, my wish for them when they go into an interview is that they get to choose. They get to choose whether they want to accept the job or not. It puts them in the most leveraged position possible. Now, you might be listening to this and saying, okay, John, look, I get the job offer. I'm going to accept it. They give me a salary. Do I negotiate? My answer to that, based on my experience, is yes. There is an expectation to negotiate. Maybe they can come up a little. Let's say you've asked for 100K and they say, well, the position starts at 93. Then you have to decide, look, do you want to go back and negotiate? You can hold firm and say, nope, I really wanted to make 100K. They may come up a little bit. You may ask if there's an opportunity for a signing or retention bonus. 
There's a lot of ways to get creative. But more often than not, what I have found is that companies expect there to be some type of negotiation in the process. I will tell you from my experience, especially being an educator with 25 years experience, that people who work in government, local, city, state, federal government, they are beholden to the salary guide. They look at their years of experience and their degree, and boom, they get placed on a salary guide. There is no negotiation needed. If you're not used to negotiating, it can be really quick for you to say, I'm just going to go ahead and accept the offer. Negotiating is usually part of the process. And if you do happen to negotiate and the company turns around and says, no, this was our best and final, we're not going to negotiate, then you have their answer. And then you just have to decide again, how does the function, fit, finance, and moving you forward feel in this overall job? What's that going to be for you? As I start to wrap up this episode, I want to offer you this. Anytime we go to interview for a job, if we adopt a learner's mindset, how much do we get to learn about ourselves, the process, what worked, what didn't, what will we do differently next time? It gives us an opportunity to evaluate our process for the next time we go through it. That's gold. Because more than likely, if you're listening to me today, you're going to be interviewing for a lot of jobs. This is not just a one and done for you. There is going to come another opportunity. And if you keep building on all of the experiences, the next time you go to interview for that job, you will be better. You will communicate your story more clearly and cleanly than you've ever done. You will share your unique professional value anytime you network or talk to someone who is interested in learning more about you and what you do. Enjoy the interview process as much as you can. You will learn a ton about yourself. Trust me on that one. Now, as we wrap up, I'm thankful for you for staying till the end. I want to offer you this. If you have enjoyed listening to these episodes and you would like a little more support moving forward or prepping for your next interview, I am going to be launching a one-month group coaching program that's going to combine elements of group coaching as well as some one-on-one so you can get the support you need with your interviews on any facet of that moving forward. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but you can also go to my website at johnnarrell.com. There'll be a tab under the services page, but it's johnnarrell.com forward slash group hyphen program. You'll see a landing page there to just go ahead and put your name and email address. It's all you got to do. You're going to get on the wait list. And in a few weeks, I will be sharing more information with you about how to get involved in this new group coaching program that I am running to help you prepare even more strategically for your next interview. I'm so glad we spent this time together. I hope you continue to listen to the Mid-Career GPS podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And my friends, as I do with every episode, 
I'm going to leave you with this. We build our mid-career GPS one mile or one step at a time, and how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day, and best of luck to you on your next interview. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free copy of the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart to help you start building your mid-career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrell Coaching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.